Welcome everybody to Mom Street USA. My name is Jackie, aka Wishes Mama, and joining me live from Epcot is my co-host Kate, aka the Disney Cicerone, um, and we are super excited to bring you guys all things flower and garden tonight. Um, so Kate, like I said, is in Epcot. Um, and we are just going to kind of cover as much as we can about doing the Flower and Garden Festival with kids. Yeah, I think this will be a really fun episode. Even if you're, you don't have kids, you'll still get to see the festival too. So this will yeah. be a fun episode for everybody, um, but especially helpful for parents and families. So that's our goal. And um, I ended up here <laughs> next to the playground. So I don't know if that's okay if we... Maybe show that first yeah. before we we walk around a little bit. That's that's perfect. Okay. Absolutely. No problem. Like I said, and I told Kate earlier, we're kind of just going to jump around a little bit and show you things as Kate walks around. Um, some of it will be food. Some of it will be just activities or things to do. Um, so where Kate is right now is outside of the Creations merch store, kind of on the way towards Test Track is further that way. <laughs> um, but this is the playground area that they have set up. Um, so this is a really, really great area if your kids are restless and they need space to run and jump and play. They've been in the stroller or they've been standing for too long. Um, this is a really great place for them to be able to go. Um, and they typically do adjust the theming a little bit for each festival so you'll see kind of different features um, for this festival um, flower and garden for food and wine festival of the arts will have different kind of uh, things located in there um, to help keep the kiddos entertained and apparently this is not a good cell phone signal place either so i won't linger too long that's okay but you can see all of it it's i think it's closed at sunset yeah, it's clearly closed right now. Yeah, I have to. I'll have to double check those hours. But yes, there is a playground. So that is one of the little gems that I feel like if people don't go out that side of um, creations, they may not ever know that it's there. Um, we stumbled across it one year, and it it's a game changer. Um, we were. I remember last spring we were at Flower and Garden waiting for the food booths right around the corner to open. And we had like 20 minutes to spare. We didn't really want to go walk anywhere else because we wanted to get food. So we just like parked the stroller and let the kids run around and play for 20 minutes. And it was perfect. So it's a really, really great thing to utilize if you're in that section of the park. And like I said, it's the exit of the main merchandise store kind of going towards the test track area. And then just turn this side over here, right, where the playground is. Perfect. And then they have, um, I, because I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> These are the, they look like funny little lampposts, but they're actually nests for the purple martins, which apparently are out right now. I haven't seen them. Yeah. But it's their season. Do you want to explain a little bit more about them? Do you know much more about them? I don't know a ton about them, um, other than I know that these kind of oddly shaped containers are there to for them to utilize as nests. Um, so you will find, yep, in the spring, you will see them more frequently. Um, and they actually nest in those boxes and lay their eggs in there. Um, and one thing that they have for the Flower and Garden Festival is actually a little, like, um, 
informational uh, presentation that they do at the Purple Martins Nests. Um, and it is Wednesdays at 1 p.m. So it's only once a week, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. But if you've got kiddos that like that is right up their alley, super, super fun thing to do with them. Um, so it's members of Disney's animal science and environment team. Um, they do a close-up view of the bird nests. Um, so they talk about them. They kind of, I believe they, if they can, and they're able to show inside, um, those types of things. But I just thought that was a really neat thing that they do during the Flower and Garden Festival. Yeah, it's that they nest in, I guess, I'm trying to remember some where this came from but at some point their nests were in trees and then the trees disappeared and then the the people had to make uh that like natives would make hollow out boards and hang them in the trees yeah. for the birds to nest in and then they got dependent on it and that's why they need these specific kind of board shaped objects or to keep thriving at least that is what i remember i did not do any research on this particular item for tonight <laughs> but that's what i believe is the story and that's why they're in that particular shape so yeah very very cool so again just kind of a, a unique thing that you can encounter if you're on if you're at epcot on a wednesday afternoon um that may be something that you're interested in doing so something that i i learned as i was doing research for the show was that they have that little presentation so i thought that was Sorry, pretty cool I skipped it. <laughs> yeah kate that area is not great for your surface right now <laughs> I keep, I'm going to get away from it. <laughs> <laughs> well, head where you need to head, and I'll just kind of chat a little bit about um, the festival while you kind of look for some good service there. Um, so with the Flower and Garden Festival, the first thing that I would suggest is that you grab one of the festival passports. Um, so they are just little booklets that you can find, um, and they give you all of the information basically that you need to know for the festival. Yay, Kate's got one right there. <laughs> Um, so it, um, I was very pleased when I was looking through the pages online. It is a very nice, thorough look at what the festival has. Um, it includes activities. It includes all of the food. The only downside is that there's no prices in there. So if you want prices, you're going to have to search elsewhere or look at the actual menu boards. Um, but it also includes, like, there's a whole page of things to do with kids, which is really helpful for this particular topic that we're talking about. Um, so Kate right now is over at Brunch Cot. So we'll hop there for a moment and then I'll kind of chat about some other things about the festival as we're walking throughout the evening here. Um, but this is one of the uh, outdoor kitchen locations. Um, it is called Brunch Cot. Um, and a couple things from here. So the food that we're going to highlight tonight is food that we think that most kiddos would probably try. Now, I will say, Kate and I have not tried everything on this list. Um, so this is just kind of based on research, based on looking at menus, thinking about what ingredients kiddos are typically open to trying. Um, so a couple things at this location that um, we think that the kiddos would, would try. Um, the first one is the fried salmon roll bites. Um, so those are fried cinnamon roll bites with cream cheese, frosting, and candied bacon. Um, and those are $4.75. Um, I actually tried them last year. Thanks, Kate. 
Um, I tried yeah. them last year when we went to um, Flower and Garden. This is not my photo, but that will give you, yep, another photo. Again, thank you to Disney Food Blog, who has such great photos on their website. We used a lot of their stuff, so shout out to them. Thank you. Um, but they are very, very good. My kids enjoyed them last year. Um, but they're basically, yeah, cinnamon roll bites. They've got that cream cheese frosting inside and drizzled on the outside with the candied bacon on top as well. So they were definitely a good um, choice for my kiddos last year when we went. And again, those are $4.75 for, I think, like three three um, bites in that serving, maybe two. There were like three two. on my picture, but maybe <laughs> there are two, on two bigger one. ones this year. <laughs> Who knows? So either way, it's a decent amount of food for 475. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. The other yeah, thing that I will point out that they have here is um, a, maybe a little fun treat for your kids is that Fruit Loops shake that they have. Um, so it is basically just exactly what it sounds like. It is a shake with Fruit Loops on the top of it. Well, it might see, I'm gonna run into issues with this right here. You guys can see my Mickey shape light, there we go. So it's like you're a standard shake with, and then it's got Fruit Loops sprinkled on the top of it. Um, so that is definitely something that your kiddos may enjoy trying there as well, um, depending on if they're ready for a sweet treat at that point in your, in your day. And that is also four seventy-five. Awesome. Yeah. And right. I will also mention that as we're looking so at some of these um, menus, you may see there's a little symbol and I don't know if Kate's able to find it on any of these menus or not for the garden graze deal, which Kate, I don't know if you see that little. Is it one of these? Yes, strawberry? Yes, it is. I think the strawberry. Let me. Yeah, because I think the leaf's probably like vegan or vegetarian. Yes, so I believe it is the strawberry. So that little symbol um, is for the Garden Graze deal. And that is very similar to the deals that we've talked about at the other festivals. Um, you purchase any five items on that um, at, uh, from those um, menu um, options at any of their locations and you'll collect the matching stamp. So we talked about that before when we did um, Festival of the Arts, they had a similar thing where if you collected some off of that um, particular menu, you could collect those stamps. You're gonna return your passport during Flower and Garden to Pineapple Promenade um, for a special treat. So we'll show you guys that location a little bit later. Um, but your special treat is actually a Dole Whip, which is kind of exciting. They're, the 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 prizes for these are not always the most appetizing. Sometimes they're really stale sugar cookies or things like that. Um, but this one is Dole Whip. And then you also get a little wildflower seed packet with it too that you can take home and plant at home. So super fun little um, prize if you get all five of those stamps in your passport. Gorgeous sunset. It is, it's so beautiful. That view just is like, just whoo. perfect. <laughs> I'm just going to appreciate it for just a second. That's fine. I <laughs> will keep a talking. No, that, I will keep talking while you appreciate that and while everyone watching can appreciate that because it is absolutely beautiful at Epcot right now. Um, so, the moon up there. 
Yeah, so a couple other things um, that the festival has to offer. Um, inside that passport, you will find information about the different tours that they offer. Um, now, the first one that they highlight in there is the Behind the Seeds tour, which is not a flower and garden exclusive, but it is something that they highlight in that um, passport. Um, for those of you that are familiar with it, it's the same tour that happens throughout um, the year. Now, they do, during Flower and Garden, have some different aspects that they'll show you based on what is currently in season for Flower and Garden, um, but it is a one-hour tour of the fish farm and four greenhouses that make up the land pavilion, um, and the Disney website says it's perfect for anyone with an interest in gardening or natural sciences. Um, so if you've got gardeners at your house, that may be something that you want to do with your kiddos. I would suggest probably older kiddos because it is a walking tour um, for an hour. So you want to make sure that they're going to be able to handle that as you go through that area. It is $35 per person um, and the tours run every hour on the half hour from 1030 to 430 daily. And that is something that you want to reserve ahead of time. Um, that can be reserved at your 60-day mark, like your um, advanced dining reservations can as well. Um, so if that's something that you think your kiddos would be interested in, that is an offering that they have at Flower and Garden as well. So I'm headed to the Trader. Where am I going? I'm going this way. I try to avoid the place with the bad Wi-Fi signal for you guys. <laughs> it's like, walk back, walk back through there. Yeah, no, you're good. You're headed towards... Um, World Traders or Disney Traders? Disney, Disney yeah. Traders is the one over here. Disney Traders, yes. Okay, perfect. You keep heading that way and I'll keep talking. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of going to be good. what the show is tonight. So I, I will get... <laughs> me walking a lot. <laughs> yes. Kate walking and me talking. So it's all good. Um, the other tour that they highlight on the passport is actually the English Tea Gardens tour, which is something I had never heard about until I started doing research again for this. So it's always super fun when we get these festivals because I feel like I learned so much more about the festivals than what I already knew. Yes. Um, so too. this tour um, happens over in the UK Pavilion area, um, and we'll walk by that area um, a little bit later in the show, and we can point that out to you. Um, but it is a tour where you can discover the history and the art of tea blending. Um, so if that's something that's interesting to you, to your kids, to your maybe your teens or, or ki uh, older kids that maybe drink tea more frequently, um, that is something that they do offer. Um, they do guided tours and they also have a self-guided tour option as well. Um, so the guided tours are 30 minutes. Um, and they do have limited availability. So to sign up for those, you actually have to stop by and see the cast member at the tea caddy to sign up. Um, typically in the past, the tours have been at 3.30 and five o'clock. I heard from Kirk and Kate the other day that possibly there's a one o'clock as well. Um, the times were not really clearly listed online. Um, so it was kind of hard to tell. So um, I believe Kate and Kirk are going to try that next week. So we'll have some more information about that once they uh, get it from the, the cast members over there. Um, but they are complimentary with your park admission, whether you do the self-guided or the guided tour, it is included with your park admission. Hey, Goofy. Hi, Goofy. <laughs> These are so fun for kids, the topiaries. Yeah. I see lots of families taking photos of topiaries today. Yeah, absolutely. So if you don't know, for Flower and Garden, the entire park of Epcot is decorated with those character topiaries. Um, so you will see them pop up in basically every flower bed across the entire park, not just the World Showcase, but also in 
world nature and world adventure, I think, are the other two new, new names to the sections. Um, and new this year with the topiaries, they have an Encanto topiary that is all the way up at the front of the park, um, which is a new one this year. And then they also have the new Tiana one. Um, so this is what the, because I knew Kate wasn't going to be all the way back up at the front. This is what the Encanto yes, one you. looks like. <laughs> I, I told you that. I was ready with pictures tonight. Um, and then the, oops. And then the Tiana one we will see in a little bit, but it's getting a little dark over there. So I figured I'd show you a daytime picture. Um, the Tiana one is in the American Pavilion, along with a ton of other characters um, all across the entire world showcase. So pretty much every hundred feet or so, you're going to find some form of topiary while you're walking around flower and garden. Okay. So Kate has made her way to Disney traders, which is one of the stores as you enter world showcase. Um, and this is where you will find the scavenger hunts. Um, so there are currently two scavenger hunts. The one on the top is Spikes, so Spike the Bee, um, Pollen Nation Exploration, and that is the Flower and Garden Scavenger Hunt. Um, the one on the bottom is the one that they currently have for Easter. So that one will run now through Easter, which I think is like the second weekend in April. Um, and that is the extravaganza one. I did want to point it out, even though it's not technically flower and garden, but it is happening now for the next several weeks. Um, so both of those, as you can see on the price, uh, the price on the map or on the, the picture right there are $9.99. Um, I do know that discounts do apply to that. So annual pass holder DVC discounts do apply to those if that's something that you've got um, but basically you're gonna go all around and search for the different items that they have and they come with a little sticker packet so that you can um, fill in the maps as you go um, the spike the bee one is all across the entire park of Epcot if I remember correctly but the egg one is going to be just in World Showcase. So depending on where you're wanting to look, if you're going to be there while the um, Easter one is still happening, that may determine which one you end up doing. Um, but both of them, very, very similar. You're going to search the park in the areas that are located on the map to find the hidden item. Um, so when you're looking for, let me find it here. Um, where's my picture? If you're... I lost my picture. Sorry. But this is one of the eggs where one of the eggs are because I saw them earlier. So okay. when we see them, when we're walking around, I'll point them out. Perfect. The hunt, at least. Perfect. Um, so the, I had it. That's okay. The Spike the Bee ones are like these little tiny statues of Spike the Bee that are hidden within the flower beds. Um, and then the Easter eggs are fairly large. They're like the size of, they're probably bigger than my head. Um, and they're all characters decked out. Um, to that. So you do get a prize at the end after you have completed your, um, after you have completed the scavenger hunt. Um, so for Spike the Bees Pollen Nation Exploration this year, the prizes, um, I love that this year I feel like even more so they themed the prizes with the merch, but here are your choice of prizes. So there's either plates or cups that if you're familiar with the merch for Flower and Garden this year, which I'll show you in a little bit later in the show, um, it looks very, very similar. So you get a choice of one, either a plate or a cup, and then you get a choice of the um, character that's on it as well. 
Um, again, those are like wall supplies last, depending on what they have in the store. You can redeem them at Disney Traders, where Kate just was, or at World Travelers, which is the shop if you're going out the um, International Gateway side. I almost lost that for a minute. So if you're going towards the Skyliner, they also have them in that shop right there. Um, for the extravaganza, they have these little Easter eggs with the character little faces on them so you get to pick one of those for your prize if you do the egg hunt so they've got some really fun characters in those i love that they've got like robin hood in there which is fun you don't see him very often and the genie is on there so they've got lots yeah, of fun I love characters i know and you just he's not a super popular one i feel like you don't see him as often anymore um but that is super super cute as you go through there um i do want to mention kate's at the next spot that we'll hit here momentarily but i do want to mention that if you are someone who is heading to flower and garden one of the most important things to do is to take a look at the map before you go um, our map that we like to use when we are planning is from our good friend kirk at walrus carp um, and it is available for free on his website walruscarp.com but his map, I feel like, is the easiest to follow. Um, it's got all of the booths very clearly located. And then he's got kind of the best of the fest over here on the side of his map. Um, so that is what I use. Um, and that's what I used to prep for the show this evening um, is that map. Because I feel like um, there are tons of yeah, maps out there. Um, Disney doesn't really put out a really great map. Unfortunately, you can look for the locations of the outdoor kitchens on the app. But they're not super easy to find if you want to, like, make the best track around World Showcase, if that makes sense. Um, so that map. Thanks, Kate. <laughs> so that map um, is super, super helpful. Um, and again, like I said, he's got the best of the fest listed on the um, other side of the page on there. Um, so it's not every item that they have to offer at um, Flower and Garden, kind of just like we said, that our list that we're giving is more kid-based. His is more based on his um, choices. Um, he and his wife put that together. So we definitely love that map. Again, that's walruscarp.com if that's something that you are looking for if you're going to be at the Flower and Garden Festival. Okay. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Should we talk about I'm, Florida I'm Fresh? Throw no, all great. the things. <laughs> I'm only being really quiet with an audio delay with my AirPods. So I want to make sure that yeah. I'm not interrupting even in the middle of your thoughts. So I'm, you can ask me questions if you want to and I'll wait and answer that <laughs> but otherwise I'm just gonna be Jackie's eyes and feet this evening perfect you guys are I'm seeing get... all your comments and thank you everybody for um chatting and uh, giving your input because I am reading them so I see you <laughs> even though I'm not saying anything I see yep. you <laughs> I see you Perfect. Okay. So okay. let's talk about Florida Fresh. Yeah, let's talk about Florida Fresh. So again, if you're someone looking for where these booths are located, check out that Walrus Carp map. Um, but on the Florida Fresh um, booth, again, we are highlighting mostly foods that we believe kiddos would be willing to try. Um, they've got a couple different options here. This is a really good booth, I feel like, for kids. Um, they have two different types of grilled street corn. Um, if you remember when we did our episode on Animal Kingdom, we talked about their street corn as an option for kids. Um, so there are two options here for street corn at this booth. Um, 
And they are the grilled street corn on the cob with a savory garlic spread. And they are served with spicy corn chips kind of on the top as well. Um, and that is $5.75. So if they like spicy or they don't, that may be a hit or miss for them. Um, but they do have another option that is a grilled street corn on the cob with a savory garlic spread with plant-based cotilla. Cotilla, I think, is the right way to say that cheese. Um, so a couple different options on there um so yeah that's the cheese one it looks almost like a mozzarella stick on the outside like the way they have it breaded kind of um so that would be something that potentially your kiddos would be willing to try if they are corn fans both of those options are 575 at that booth was there any more at this one Yes. So we also, um, I wanted to point out, they've got the Florida strawberry shortcake there, which is that bottom right picture that I see. Um, so that is um, one of the options that they have there as well. It looks very shareable. Um, it is a very, uh, very large portion of that. Lots of um, whipped cream in there. Um, and that is four seventy-five. And then they also have a cucumber watermelon slushy um, there as well, which again, if that's something that your kiddos are into, um, I gotta find my photo of it. They don't usually have photos of the uh, drinks, I feel like, on the menu. So I knew that I was like, I gotta make sure I have those. <laughs> I pulled so many pictures for today. Let's see if we can find that one. Oh, that one's gone. Where did it go? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, they've got a cucumber watermelon slushy there for four seventy-five. That may be something fun for you guys to split there as well. Oh, and Rick says on my side, he loves that they prepare the corn in front of you. So that's always fun with these kitchens. I feel like you can stand there and watch them prep everything, which is could be very entertaining for the kiddos. Oop, I lost Kate. We'll have to see if we can find her back here. Yeah, Holly, that's what I would do too. Make an entire list. Here we go. We're back. Okay. That was, that was, that was weird. <laughs> it's just like all of a sudden I was like, oh, I lost her. She's gone. <laughs> what? Okay, we're back. Was there no anything else there? Or are you okay if I walk? Yep, walk you're all China? good. Yep, you're all good. Um, so we are kind of heading around the circle, so to speak, um, of World Showcase. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I was like making sure that your connection was still good as we were walking around. Yeah, we're okay. I'll probably go in and out. And you can just keep going. Yep. <laughs> I'll come back eventually. That's fine. Now, Kate, which way are you heading? Are you heading towards... Towards China, right? Like through Mexico and towards China? China. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted yeah. to make sure. I was like, which way are we going? <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to keep going. Um, I know, Lem, towards Mexico. I hear you. <laughs> um, so a couple other things that they have to offer 
um, at the Flower and Garden Festival. Um, they also have a ton of different types of gardens that they have all the way around. So in that festival passport that Kate showed us earlier, um, they have lists on some of the pages of the different types of gardens that they have. Um, so again, if you've got kiddos that are super into gardening or help you grow things at home, that could be a really good option for you. But you can see in the festival passport, oh, that's probably backwards for you. Hang on a second. Let me see. Okay. Is that the right, right way for you guys to be able to read it? Let me know. Um, but they've got this whole list of different types of gardens that they have um through the festival um so you can take a look no no okay what about now there we go that looks like it might be the right way now okay so you can see that they've got um different types depending on something that you're interested in they've got the now we've got it the right way. Thank you, chat. I appreciate your input. Um, so they've got all sorts of different types of gardens in here. Um, they've got, we talked about the English tea garden. They've got bouquet gardens. They've got spice gardens. They've got all sorts of different types. So depending on what you're looking for will help you determine um, maybe where you want to spend a little bit of extra time if that is something that interests you um, or something that interests your kids or just something that you want them to experience while you are at the festival. Um, I also saw a question I think Holly asked earlier about merch. Um, so let's talk briefly while Kate continues to go towards China. Again, we are not hitting every single thing at the festival. We're not talking about every single food item or every single food booth. We are mostly highlighting um, things to do with your kiddos. Um, so that's kind of the focus of the show. If you want more information, um, you can always reach out and email us, send us a message on Discord, post on the chat on Discord, let us know. Um, we are happy to help if you want additional information. Um, but a couple of different things with merch wise, um, they've got three different categories of merchandise that they did for Flower and Garden, uh, or I should say three different characters that they highlighted. Um, so there's an entire orange bird line, there's an entire snow white line and an entire figment line. Um, so I just pulled a couple pictures. A lot of you guys have probably seen some of this stuff on lives before, um, but there's some of the figment merch that you can find as Kate showcases another one of those lovely topiaries. Elsa and Anna. <laughs> and let me see. A little bit different on this one. There's some Snow White on that one. Orange Bird, all that. So that is just a brief snapshot of the festival merch. A lot of it is available on Shop Disney, um, or was last time I checked, they always kind of rotate things out over there. Um, but yeah, a lot I'll of it is available. I'll show you some of it. I'll show okay. you some of it when I stop, when we see it, I'll just briefly swing by it. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, so the two main um, places that you can find the merchandise is in the main um, Creations merchandise store. Um, and also inside of the Citrus Blossom building, which is kind of back by port of entry near where Kate started. Um, that is where they have the majority of the merchandise, um, but there are little pockets of it kind of around the park as well. All right, so we have arrived in the China Pavilion at the Lotus House. 
Um, and here, a couple different options. If your kiddos are fans of Chinese food, um, there are a couple different options here that they may be interested in trying. The first um, on that list being the house-made cheesy crab wontons, um, and those are $7.75. And let me find. So that's what those ones look like. And then the other thing that they have at this location that you may be interested in trying with your kiddos is the pan-fried vegetable dumplings, and those are $5.25. Um, I will say the dumpling serving was a little underwhelming in the photo that I found on Disney Food Blog. Um, so you may want to take that into consideration as you're looking. That's tiny. Yeah, exactly. Um, so typically you get a pretty decent sized portion for your, you know, for the, the money that you're paying at festivals. That one looked a little skimpy to me. It could have just been that particular one. Not 100% sure, so don't quote me on that. Um, but, but those are two options that you may want to try at the Lotus House um, in the China Pavilion with your kiddos. Okay. I'm, I'm going to keep walking. So we That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I'm just going back to make sure if there was anything else that I missed that we had talked about before um, or anything else that we wanted to chat about. Okay. I think we're all caught up on all of that information. Um, Holly asked, am I a figment or orange bird girly? Um, I, I like them both. I don't know that I have a, a particular affinity with either of them. Um, my oldest kiddo loves figment, um, so that would probably be my choice if I had to pick between the two. Kate, what about you? Are you figment or orange bird or both? Or neither? There's a bird. Sorry. Look away, Jackie. There's a bird. There's a big one. Um, I am probably orange bird uh, because I like... I. I feel like Orange Bird gets picked on a lot and he's bullied because he can't talk. He only talks in like thought bubbles. So um, the backstory of him is that he gets, he gets like bullied by all the other birds. And so I just feel like, I feel for him. Like nobody yeah. wants to be his friend. Aww. And that makes me sad. So I want to be Orange Bird's friend. <laughs> I love that. That's, that's a very Kate answer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm getting a couple other questions that I'll answer here about the festival while you're continuing to sh make your way. Um, someone asked about the dates of the festival, and apologies, I had meant to mention that at the beginning. Um, but this year, the festival runs from March 1st through July 5th. Um, so right past 4th of July. So it is a very long festival at Epcot. And we talked about this briefly with the Festival of the Arts, um, that it was a very short festival in comparison. Um, so you can see the date differences there. Um, but yes, Flower and Garden runs from March 1st through July 5th. Hey, what did you another find? Thing. I found face painting which I think would be really, really fun for kids, Yeah. right? So there's a whole, this is in the, this like little outpost area of Africa that's not quite a full Africa. <laughs> um, and then they have all these different options. And it looks like it's 18 to 25 dollars, okay. depending on what style you get. Very cute. That's a pretty neat option. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there's not a long line, which, you know, most face painting always has like a massive line. So yeah. I'll take it. Right. For <laughs> sure. For sure. Um, May is asking, is there a virtual festival booklet? So unfortunately, no. Um, the best that I found as far as coverage of what's inside the passport was honestly on Disney food blog. Um, they have photos of every page. They have reviews of all of the food, all of the menu prices. Um, they have extensive coverage of the Flower and Garden Festival. So props to them and thank you to them. We, we use and borrow a lot of their photos. Um, but yeah, that would be There's my like suggestion. There's like one photo. <laughs> There's not like photos of every item. There's like a photo per page. <laughs> Yeah. of the food items, I, which always bugs me. I'm like, I want to see all the food I photos. So yeah. that's yeah. what it looks like on the inside of the passport. Yeah. And like I said, there is this. I will hype up Disney food blog because their coverage is fantastic um, of the festival. So oh, Kate found some orange bird. I found them. I found them. <laughs> Just in time, like the entire merch area of just orange bird. Okay, yeah. There's some little ornaments and cups and uh, spirit jerseys. I can't get any closer because there are people parked in front of it, so yeah. I don't want to get their kiddos on the stream. But lots and lots of orange bird merch. It's just kind of, I like these ears too. They're really cute. Very cute. Oh. Yeah. The bow is, is like just the right amount of sparkle in the middle there. I like that. <laughs> yes, me too. I'm a fan of those ones. Yes, I agree. So, yes, yeah, so you can find merch throughout World Showcase, like I mentioned earlier, but those main two places are going to be um, back towards kind of the front of the park area. And it's like Snow White. They have some Snow White merch. Yeah. Which is really pretty. Very, very pretty. I know the ears, I think the Snow White ears were hard to find for a while. I'm not sure if they're back. And I know the Figment Lounge Fly has been in and out a lot. So um, it's yeah. one of those I don't instances. See any ears. Yeah, it's one of those instances where, when, especially with festival merch, um, if you like it when you see it, you should probably buy it. <laughs> Do not wait because it may disappear before you make your rounds back to the uh, the shop. So keep that in mind. All right. Where am I going now? Germany? Yes. Germany. I'm here. I'm already here. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> Such a world traveler. Um, so this is the Barn Market. I'm going to guess that's close to how you pronounce that in German. Um, basically the farmer's market in the Germany pavilion. Um, a couple different options that they have here. Again, these are highlighting things that we think kiddos would um, like to try. Um, they have a potato pancake with house-made applesauce, um, which I believe, Kate, you have tried correct? I tried that today, specifically the one just with applesauce, because they have two kinds. They have the one that's made with applesauce, and they have the potato pancake that has caramelized ham, onions, and herbs, sour cream. So I tried mm -hmm. the more plain one, because I figured that might be what kids might be more interested in. And I would say, as an adult, I think I really missed, like, the herb sour cream. <laughs> right, knowing kid, that you could it, have it. <laughs> Yeah, as a kid, it's it's very much like hash browns with applesauce. It's actually very plain, and I think that it was good. Like, I was fine with it. It was probably like a 5 out of 10 for me. It was fine. But mm -hmm. the for kids, I think they would actually really enjoy it. If they don't like things that are really spicy or have a lot of spices, I think that's a really good option uh, for anybody who likes their food a little bit on the plainer side. 
There you go. Um, so that option is $5 at this outdoor market. Um, one of the other options that they have is a toasted pretzel bread topped with black forest ham and melted Gruyere cheese. Um, I tried that last festival and I think Kate tried it this festival. Um, I did. Kate, what, did, what were your thoughts on it? Oh, I liked this a lot. It was probably like 8.5 to 9 out of 10. Like it was very well done. The cheese was just perfect and the ham was delicious and it was like the perfect size. I think it was uh, a win for me. And it's only 5.75. Like it was really filling for yeah. what it was. Yeah, we got it last year to split kind of as just a little snack between me and my kiddos and we all really liked it. Um, my kids who can be a little picky about their meat um, really enjoyed all of it together. Um, kind of the combination of the ham with the cheese and the pretzel bread, it was very, very good. Um, so that is something that as long as it's on the menu, I will probably get every time I go to Flower and Garden because yeah, it's just it's good. super good. Um, and Is there anything then, else here? Yes. Um, they also have there a warm cheese strudel um, with mixed berries. That again, um, something that kiddos may be willing to try. Um, there we go. Kate's shown that photo there. And then this is the photo from Disney Food Blog. Um, so definitely a generous portion of the fruit topping, which is nice. Um, and that is $4.75 at the Germany um, Outdoor Kitchen. So all of those options really, really good for kiddos. Um, if you've got kiddos that maybe aren't as sure about trying things, you know, they've definitely got some good, good options at Germany for them to, to try and to snack on. We're going to walk past the uh, caramel. I always say it's not Kuchen. I think it's how Kuchen. Yeah. Kuchen. That's how Elliot always makes, he's mad at me. Because I can't say it right. He like makes fun of me. So now we're going to smell all the caramel. Oh, it's so good. Okay, we're gonna keep going. And then we're gonna we're keep on going. We're making good time. We can do it, Kate. We got this. We got a half hour. We got this. Okay. Oh. Announcements are happening. He's so serious. That man. <laughs> Oh, look at the seven dwarves. They're so cute. That's one of my favorite topiaries. It's so cute. Oh, and then Snow White's over here. So pretty. People are getting ready already for uh, Harmonious tonight, huh? I love the topiaries. Yeah. <laughs> We're ready. <laughs> All right, so we are headed towards Italy. Um, so as Kate walks there, I'll chat a little bit about the food that is at that location. So at the Primavera Kitchen, um, a couple options possibly for your kiddos. 
Um, the first, I feel like, is a really good Italian option if your kids are fans of pasta and Italian food. Um, they have a tortelloni primavera, which is a spinach tortelloni with sweet butter, pancetta, corn, peas, and fava beans. Um, so it, it's got a lot of ingredients in it, but I do feel like it's a good pasta option. Um, if that's something that your kiddos are interested in. Um, and it's a pretty good size serving for $9.75 at, the, at Primavera Kitchen in Italy. Um, the other option that they have there, which I think is super fun for kids, um, is a dessert option. And that is the Budino Ale Nicole. And that's the chocolate hazelnut pudding with a cookie crumble. It's basically like dirt pudding. So if you've ever made dirt pudding before, that's basically what it is in a little cup with a little gummy worm on top. Um, and that is $6.75. So super, super cute option um, for the kiddos to, to have um, as a little treat if you're in the Italy area. Awesome. Is there any more here? Nope. Thank you. Let's move on. <laughs> Um, our next stop will be in the America Pavilion at the Funnel Cakes um, stand. We'll stop there briefly. But before we get there and while Kate is walking there, I'm going to talk just briefly as we head towards the American Pavilion about the Garden Rocks series. Um, if you've got maybe some older kiddos or kiddos that are big fans of any of the bands that are playing during Garden Rocks, basically what it is um, is they bring in um, some local and some kind of more well-known groups to the pavilion in the... Um, or excuse me, to the amphitheater in the American Pavilion. Um, so they've got three show times that they run, and those are at 5.30, 6.45, and 8 o'clock. Um, so those are the options that they have there. Um, and there's full long lists of um, the performers that they have um, that do that. But they do have, that I just want to mention briefly, dining packages. Um, so they do have dining packages for those performances um, that you can purchase. Um, so if that's something you're interested in, um, I would say there's, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different restaurants that offer those dining packages for those performances. Um, so those dining packages range from, I mean, for kids, they start at $20 for kids and go up to, uh, I think, like $48. Um, for adults, they start around $35 and go up to $74. So depending on where you're eating depends on what price you may have with those. Um, there are also same-day dining packages available at Regal Eagle, which is the quick-service restaurant in the American Pavilion. So Kate is showing the amphitheater there, and directly across from that um, is where Regal Eagle is. So if that's something that you maybe don't want to make a reservation for and would rather just do same day, um, you can visit them at Restaurant Open. I suggest getting in line earlier because they have limited amounts of those packages that they will allow each day. Um, and you will receive a wristband for the package um, if that's something that you're interested in doing. Now I will say um, dining packages are only offered Friday through Monday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday are when those dining packages are offered.
the main reason to do those dining packages would be to get your one guaranteed seat per person to the Garden Rocks concert on the same day. Um, so if you don't want to have to wait in line, cross your fingers to get in to see one of your favorite groups that's playing, um, that would be a way to guarantee that you have a seat because the rest of the amphitheater will be filled on a first come first serve basis. Um, so Kate is showing us there one of the signs. They've got lots of signage around there. So if you're looking for who's playing when, that is all available on the Disney website as well, as well as it's on the like the big long signs that are outside of the amphitheater as well. Um, so the next stop that we have. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're okay. Nope, you're good. We're at the funnel cakes. Yes. Made it. <laughs> The next stop that you have is actually the standard funnel cakes, uh, funnel cake little stand that is always in the American Pavilion. So it's not a separate location. Um, it's not a, a pop-up outdoor kitchen, um, but they do have a specialty item for the festival, and that is the banana split funnel cake. And it is a funnel cake topped with banana chocolate chip ice cream, whipped cream, diced strawberries, and a maraschino cherry drizzled with chocolate syrup. Um, so that is an option that they have just for the festival at this location. It is eleven fifty, um, and I have heard mixed reviews on whether or not it's worth it. <laughs> I'll be completely honest with you. As I was reading and researching, some people enjoyed it. Some people said the flavors were a little underwhelming. Um, but if you guys are funnel cake fans, that may be something that you want to try and share with your family um, as one of the options for your um, festival food. I think it looks good and sounds good too, but I haven't tried it, so I can't tell you for certain. Okay. Do, do, do. Okay, so Kate is now in the I Japan Pavilion. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say, Kate? I said Epcot views. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Okay, so in the Japan Pavilion at the Hanami Outdoor Kitchen, um, they do have the famous frushi or fruit sushi. Um, and the frushi is strawberry, pineapple, and lychee wrapped in sweet rice and pink soy wrap served with whipped cream, drizzled berry sauce, and toasted coconut. Um, so that tends to be a fan favorite in the festival. I feel like that's one that people like to get frequently. They do have regular sushi there as well, um, but the frushi will run you $7.50. Um, and I like that it's like four little individual servings. And as someone who has a family of four, that's like, okay, perfect. One, one per person. <laughs> not great for a family of five. Yeah, not so much. Not unless you know that somebody isn't going to eat it, then that, uh, that's a little bit different. <laughs> Right. So they, we, yep, they do have, that all we have here. Yep. We can keep on, okay. keep on keeping on. Um, so like I said, they do have regular sushi there, um, a couple other options as well, but we are highlighting options for kids at Flower and Garden. Sorry, I've been talking a lot. I had to get a drink really quick. <laughs> okay, so we are headed. Oh, so pretty. Okay, so our next stop will be in the France Pavilion. And while Kate heads over that way, um, I will briefly just chat about a couple other options that they have for um, things to do in entertainment during the festival. Um, 
They do have a festival-themed beacon of magic. Um, so if you're familiar with the light shows on Spaceship Earth, um, they do have a festival-themed one this year. It is the song What Else Can I Do from Encanto, um, which is a fun one that they added this year. Um, which is, uh, it runs from sunset pretty much till park close. Um, and it's on a rotating loop about, and it, I think there's three or four shows typically that rotate through um, on there. So you're going to want to catch that one. You got to spend maybe about 30 minutes up there to catch it. Um, but it is a super, super fun little light show on there theme to that song. Um, there are also some different photo pass options that you have as well with like the magic shots that I thought were super cute that I wanted to show you guys quickly. These are the Disney kind of stock photos, but they've got one where you can look like like Orange Bird is hanging out with you. Kate, I think you need to do this one. And then there's also an yes. Encanto. <laughs> there's also an Encanto themed one too. Where is that one? You know. What'd you say, Kate? I, I lost you for a second. Sorry. Did you say where that Photoshop was? I missed it. No, I didn't have a location that I could find on the website. So it may just be one of those things that you have to ask the cast member and see what they say. Um, it looks like it's, yeah, the pic, like the stock photo that Disney uses is just by a garden. So that's not super helpful. <laughs> I'll see if I can find it for you, Kate, though. I did some some looking and I couldn't find it earlier today. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then um, a couple other things that they have for different things that you may want to do with your kiddos. Um, they've got the Jammin' Gardeners. So if you guys are familiar with the Jammiters, um, these are pretty much a very similar act, but they do it all with garden things. Um, so they use shovels and, and um, watering cans and all that kind of stuff to create music. Um, so definitely check that out if that's something you're interested in um, for that as well. All right. So in the France Pavilion, which Kate has made her way to, where's my list? Where'd it go? I'm scrolling all over. There it is. Okay. A couple different options here. So this is another one that I feel like is a really good place to stop with your kids. Um, they've got a um, croissant with goat cheese and herbs and roast. If your kids are fans of croissants and cheese, that is one that they have there. <laughs> And then that is $6.75 for that one. Um, they also have, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not even going to attempt these French names because I'm just going to butcher them. <laughs> but they also have a chocolate tart. <laughs> and that chocolate tart with a Valrona single orig origin chocolate brownie, walnuts, and raspberry coulis. Um, so that is that one that Kate is showing, and that is $8.50. And then the other thing that they have there is a beignet, um, and that is a caramelized beignet filled with a vanilla cream and glazed with a, car a caramel fleur de sel, um, and that is $5.95. So a couple different options there, some sweet, some savory, um, but all of those options are available at the France Pavilion's um, outdoor kitchen. Perfect. Sorry, Kate, I'm not trying to rush you. I'm just trying to get all of, all of the information into everything. Nope. No, we only have, have so many minutes before harmonious. So right. I'm, I'm rushing a little bit. 
<laughs> That's okay. And we knew it was going to kind of be this way, you know, mom life and trying to get everything in on the show all before Harmonious is, is a little tricky. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, so the next couple um, locations that we're going to head to are kind of near back where we started. We kind of made like a full loop around World Showcase. Um, a couple other things while Kate walks. If you guys have questions about anything with the festival, now would be a good time to ask them. So we'll have a few minutes now because when we wrap the show, Kate will be, um, I'll be hopping off and Kate will be watching Harmonious. So if you guys have questions, um, be sure to, to ask them now. Now would be a good time because Kate's got a little bit of walking to do. Um, a couple other things that I will mention, um, Living with the Land does have kind of some special items that they have out on their ride during the festival. So we talked earlier about the behind the scenes tour. Um, not being a festival offering, but uh, it has some different things that are themed for the festival on it. Um, but they do have the um, highlighted on the ride an edible flower garden area. Um, and they set up, let me find the photo that I found of it. They set up just this cute little picnic table on the ride. So a couple little fun uh additions to living with the land that happened during flower and garden and they highlight some different foods and different or not foods but yeah different things that they're growing in the greenhouses during the festival as well um and you'll see that pretty much across a lot of the festivals they'll highlight different things depending on what is being utilized in the park right now um, another option of things to do with your kiddos um, is the butterfly garden. So over towards the Imagination Pavilion and the Figment area, um, they have the butterfly house. Um, and I couldn't find a great picture of like the actual house itself, but like there's your little sign. Hi, Tink. <laughs> So yeah, they've got a butterfly garden that you can walk through. Um, my kiddos loved this last year. Um, they had so much fun looking at all the signs, um, looking at all of the different types of butterflies and the types of flowers and what, but you know, they've got information on there on what types of butterflies are attracted to which flower. Um, so a really, really fun place to go. And it's just a walkthrough. Um, it's a, a decent sized butterfly garden, but won't take you too long to go through there. Um, and we visited it several times throughout our, our um, visit last spring. Hi, Pooh Bear. So cute. These are some yeah, of the first... Little ones to go up I think this year from when I saw some of the first topiaries to go up yeah I think so very peopley yeah <laughs> okay I'm going to talk about some of the other booths that we're coming up to because um, I'm not gonna I'm assuming we're not going to attempt to go over by figment because that's just too far with the amount of time that we've got um, so over by that figment area, there is a little cart outside um, called the land cart that does have some um, flower and garden food offerings. 
Um, they've got a fruit and cheese plate um, over there. Um, they also have, uh, which is great strawberries, cheddar, and mini baby bell snack cheeses for $8.50. Um, they have a vegetable plate over there that is broccoli, carrot sticks, and tomatoes with a dip. That is $4.25. Um, and then they've also got pretzels with hummus over there, which is $5. Um, and they've got a cookies and cream chocolate mousse cup over there for $5.50. So lots of good options Oop, over there. I couldn't find actual photos of like any of that food, but I did find the menu. So that'll give you an idea of kind of what they've got to offer over there. And again, that's over kind of between the land and pigment. So if your kiddos are into those kind of little snacky plates, that may be a good option for you. Um, so Christina, you asked about options for kids that are extremely picky. It really just depends on what kind of food they like um, or what they just like. Um, you know, I'm try we're trying to highlight the best that we can kind of options for kids. Um, so if you feel like the stuff that we're offering or that we're talking about tonight doesn't sound like something your kiddo will try, then maybe look into the menus a little bit more or see what other quick service options that you have um, you can grab maybe before you enter World Showcase if that's something that you're, you know your kiddo is not going to find a snack throughout World Showcase. And also there's lots of other places in World Showcase to get a snack. We're just talking about the festival specific, specific stuff um, this evening. So I hope that helps. I think we've just got two more, Kate. We're almost there. <laughs> I'm getting there. You're so good. <laughs> getting your, your workout for today. Not that you haven't been already walking around all day no. today. <laughs> Okay, the pineapple promenade is that when we're headed next. Yep, that's perfect. Okay. Just enjoying the atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> the music, I feel like the music got louder. It wasn't this loud earlier when we started. <laughs> it's like slowly getting louder and louder. <laughs> Slowly getting louder. And then... I lost you for a second, Kate. What'd you say? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have wind on music. I found it. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't hear you. You cut out. I'm not very helpful right this moment. Okay. Okay, pineapple promenade. So two things that I want to talk about here. First of all is that you can get your Dole Whip here. Um, so during the Flower and Garden Festival, if you're at Epcot and you want Dole Whip, they have Dole Whip here. Um, just your standard Dole Whip is $6. Um, they do have a Dole Whip float with Fanta for $6.25. Um, and they also have alcoholic Dole Whip for those parents that maybe want that. Epcot proudly present harmonious, a dazzling display of fireworks, stunning special effects, and moving music from around the world. Due to lower light levels during the show, please watch your step and take small... ...and how it's created and the bees and those types of things. Um, there's lots of little informational signs along there, um, which is a super fun little... Thing to have as you're looking to get some food. 
also at this outdoor kitchen. One food option that I wanted to mention here that they have that your kiddo may be interested in trying is uh, a, a version of chicken and waffles. So they've got a crispy honey brine chicken and honey for kiddos as well for six seventy five. Um, and while you're standing there, I do want to mention a couple things. Our friend at Walrus Carp, who we have been talking about, Kirk, um, he's got that wonderful map that we showed earlier. Um, I did reach out to him and just ask him for a, a couple of his suggestions for his favorites of the fest. Um, so these are favorites regardless of um, them being quote unquote kid friendly. Um, and at Honey Bistro, one of the options that he gave was the pollinator flatbread. Um, so that is a flatbread option that they have there. And it is a flatbread with honey whipped mascarpone, honey caramelized onions, <clears throat> blueberry gastrique, prosciutto, honey whipped goat cheese, arugula, honey, a honey vinaigrette, and bee pollen. Um, so that is something... Yeah, so that is something that Kirk raved about um, as being a really great option to get at the festival. Um, it is six twenty-five, um, and it is a good-sized portion for six twenty-five. So if that's if you know if, if you're headed to Honey Bistro, you may want to try the flatbread and get your kiddo the chicken and waffles, and then you're both happy. Um, I will mention just briefly his other two options that he gave. One was the fried cinnamon roll bites that we talked about way back at the beginning of the show from Brunch Cut. Um, that was one of his other options. <laughs> and Kate is playing in her shadow. <laughs> I love it. So those are two of his three. His third option is at Trowel and Trellis, um, which we did not stop at, but it is not too far. Ooh, let me show you right there in the orange in the middle of the screen on the map there. Um, they have the Impossible Korean Short Rib there. Um, and it is the short rib with cilantro, lime, rice, danuji, slaw, and kimchi mayonnaise. Um, and that was his other choice for the best of uh, what he's tried and what he's had at the festival. And that is 675. spectacular celebration of the magic that happens with music and nests that surround louder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so again, those were everything. We did. Yep. So those were Kirk's three options that he um, that he gave to us. Um, oh, really quickly, I do just want to show, I'm looking through my pictures here to make sure I got everything. Um, we were talking about merch earlier. They do have this adorable orange bird zipper available, um, and that is the mobile order um, merch item that's currently available. Think like they had the figment popcorn buckets for Festival of the Arts. That's what this one is. Um, and then another option that you can purchase if you choose to is this adorable little Spike the Bee sport. They have that as kind of a... Uh, almost like a collectible merch item as well. Um, if that's something that you're interested in, those two items are available. Okay. We made it, Kate. Okay. <laughs> so while Kate finds her spot for Harmonious, um, thank you guys so much for joining us for a fast and furious look at the Flower and Garden Festival and how to do it with kids. Um, if you guys, like I said, have more questions or want more answers or clarification or additional information, please reach out to us on our Discord channel. Um, if you're not in our Discord, you can, ooh, I'm mirrored. Ooh, there it is. 
<laughs> find the link in my bio. It's also in Kate's bio if you are on her side. Um, and as always, you can find our replays on our podcast and on our YouTube channel. Um, and just make sure you're following us so that way you don't miss out on any of the content that we're putting out. Um, we've got Instagram and YouTube, so make sure you are uh, following us over there as well. Kate, any last words? Um, thank you, Jackie. I was going to say thank you for all of your hard work prepping all this episode, Jackie. This one really was Jackie's everything. <laughs> I'm just helping her look at stuff. So thank you, Jackie, for putting this together for us. I really appreciate that. And um, I think that's it for this episode. Um, that a lot of our Pocket Fam members have agreed to be on. We've got Park Pros coming on. We've got parents. We've got kind of a little bit of everyone from Pocket Fam. Um, so be sure you're here for that one next week. We will miss Kate, but she will be traveling home safely. So we want to make sure she focuses her energy on that. And then we'll see her again the week after. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna hop off and go to Harmonious. I think what I'm gonna do is end this live and restart another another one with it's the title Harmonious so people don't get confused. So if you wanna watch Harmonious, you can see me back here in just a minute. But thank you, Jackie. And thank you everybody for a wonderful episode of Mom Street USA. And uh, we'll be here tomorrow for Distory, talking about the rest of the Jungle Cruise script. That's tomorrow night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern or 5.30 p.m. Pacific. So we'll see you there. All right, everyone have a great night and go make sure you follow Kate so we can watch Harmonious. I'll be there too. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye, everybody.